He's the owner of the most educated feet in professional wrestling. Some would call him the professor. Some might call him infamous. We call him the host of the show. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? It's time for the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. All right, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're back with the WrestleMania edition. With a very special guest from NBC. He's interviewed countless, countless superstars of Broadway and stage and wrestling and everything in between. (laughs) He's even interviewed Bobby Fish before. Yes. He has. I have interviewed Bobby Fish twice, and yeah. here we are now. I've talked to, you know, Tony Khan, Drew McIntyre, Sasha Banks. I've talked oh, to so many individuals, and you can catch me weekly also on Wrestling News Co. on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, producing fresh, brand-new interviews coming out today as we're recording. I talked to Big Swole about Cody Rhodes leaving AEW and what it's like seeing him main event WrestleMania coming up. And plus, I got an exclusive with Sean Mooney. That's right. Who, as Bobby Ooh. Heenan would say, Sean Mooney this Wednesday on Wrestling News Co. Check that out, and I will be at WrestleMania all week interviewing all the wrestlers from Raw and SmackDown, going to press conferences for Ring of Honor, WrestleMania. It's a huge week, but it's bigger now because Bobby Fish is here talking to me, not me talking to him. So it feels pretty good. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a, it's, we got two way traffic going on here, Steve. This is true. This is true. So I'm excited to talk about WrestleMania. So let's jump into it. What are we going to talk about first, boys? Ooh. Go ahead, gentlemen. Where uh, where Frank would you like to start? Decided to cut out. He was. I heard. So uh, Frank's done. Frank, by the way, is all finished. He's... I'm just here to do intros and uh-huh. make everything. So Steve, as always, honor a privilege. <laughs> I'm get back to the day job and make a little magic and make a little money, okay. and you make some money someday. So, gentlemen, salute. Bye, Frank. Bye, I'll Frank. Good legends. <laughs> Good wow. riddance. In and out. This man, uh, he, he, gets paid, he gets paid by the hour, I guess. Gets paid by the minute. Yeah. That's how so. we do it here on the yeah, 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 yeah. Be podcast, it's fine. Steve. It's all good, We have man. affectionately referred to you all week as the fall guy. Oh, that's either a good thing or a bad thing because the fall guy could turn out to be a situation where they use push all the heavy <laughs> crap that comes out of this on me as the fall guy. True. Very true. Or it could be the positive of just, hey, my name is Fall, and it just goes together smoothly with uh, the fall guy. So, you know, you know we're, we're, it we're actually, here. it actually, Dennis, you want to take this one or you want me to I, take it? I think it was a, a term of endearment for you, the Steve Rogers fall guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis and I are dating ourselves age-wise. By sure. the way, it's also not Steve Rogers. I think it's Steve Austin. Uh, Steve uh, Rogers yeah, is Captain did, America. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm Captain America? And then yeah, you age no, yourself? I was very confused right. for a minute. I, yeah. I, I, that's the second time I've done that, by the way. I yeah. get it wrong every time. And I, for whatever reason, only know the actual actor's name, Lee Majors. Yeah, I, I don't know why, uh, but I definitely had a Tonka truck toy that was a to, uh, Fall Guy sponsored, and it had Lee Majors. Um, I could be making this up, Dennis. I don't know. <laughs> wow, Steve, I, I drank a lot, a lot uh, today. Or this is like, <laughs> no. you know, I'm. <laughs> 
I was like, I don't know. It's pretty early. Uh, you know, and it's not, you know, anyways, as the term goes, it's five o'clock somewhere. But yet, right. I, I know we're talking about WrestleMania, and with time <laughs> permitting, I want to jump into this Cody Rhodes Roman Reigns situation, at least on my end, because this is a situation where the Bloodline storyline has been going on for almost two and a half years now. Sure. And it feels like nobody wants it to end, but like all good things, there must be an end. And yet, there could be Usos retain, Roman Reigns loses. Now the Usos can look down on Roman and no longer have this authority over them, or it could be we build up Cody Rhodes just to lose to Roman Reigns, and and well, we're going to move on again. So I'm not sure exactly what's going on here, but money-wise, Cody makes sense. But also mm-hmm. money-wise, Drew McIntyre should have beat Roman at Clash of the Castle. So in reality, I'm on the fence here. I'm just here. As the answer would go, who wins? The fans win. That's right, the cop-out yeah. answer. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's a cop out answer, but at the same time, it's it's the truth. So, is it really a cop out answer? I don't because know. you having you know you being able to rattle all of that stuff off, um, where we're in the week of mania, um, there's more questions than answers, and that's how wrestling's supposed to be. Yes. That's what good wrestling is: more questions than answers, and not stupid questions. You know, like ones about storyline and about you know the, the the these are this is what the company is giving you so be invested in that because that's the stuff that matters it, it, and if it if that's not what matters to you then you're doing something wrong as a fan like I, it just doesn't make sense you're wasting your money True. You can have a so great I match. love it. You know, if, you, if you have a great match all you want, but if there's no story behind it, I'm sorry. I'm on the I'm on the side of I need a story to care. Why are we wrestling? Why are we fighting each other in tights? Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? And mm-hmm. I, I don't care. You know, I the the recently we've had this argument of Google it or video packages. I don't give a crap. All I care about is a storyline that gets me into the building to watch a great match. That's what yeah. I'm here for. And Cody versus Roman has a story building up with it Cody. Does. Uh, br- opening up AEW, leaving AEW, coming to the WWE to fulfill his destiny, to do what his father and his brother could not do in the WWE, and mm-hmm. that is become the World Heavyweight Champion on the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. This mm-hmm. has, it's oh, it's perfect. So I don't care really who wins. Story. I just care that it, it ends with a normal finish. I don't want no bullshit, no stupid. Someone comes in and rings the bell. Vince McMahon shows up dressed as an Earl Hebner mask and rings the bell. I don't want any of that stuff. <laughs> I don't think None you're going to get, I don't think you're going to get any of that. Uh, well, it's wrestling, so you don't know. This is true. You never, you know, never say never, of course, but yes. um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like they're doing a lot of things right over there. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I, I guess on this broadcast, do you actually are you going to actually say who you think is going to 100% win? Uh, between Cody and Roman. Yes. Is that the question? Um, yeah, the question. Hmm. I guess I'm asking questions on your own show, but I will do it. <sighs> well, <laughs> and I will. Uh, I and will you, and you will answer or I'll kick you <laughs> off your own show. Yes, we could do that. We, you know, I don't think um, I have the, actually on this technology. I don't think I'm actually able to do anything. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> um, if yeah, okay. So holding my uh, feet to the flame, so to speak. Right. I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say Cody. All right, that's where I think uh, I see it going because I I think the brilliance of the bloodline. Um, 
angle has been so layered that um, I think right now, as big of a piece to the puzzle as that, as as big of a piece the the title is to the Roman Reigns puzzle, um, I don't think at the moment um, he can't be without it. And I I think uh, I think that's where we may come out of the other side of of WrestleMania. I I think it it helps the other side of this equation more. Um, I just see. I mean, there's just so many possibilities with the uh, the bloodline still. Um, well, if yeah, you put so. money in on a, on a, on an app that tells you who you want mm-hmm. to win, it sounds mm-hmm. like you're going with Cody Rhodes here, and I'm also agree with you. If I had to put money down. And it might be somewhere I can bet. I'm not condoning betting, but if you know the website, let me know. But uh, <laughs> I think Cody is definitely picking up the win here. Roman Reigns loses, continuing the storyline of now how does Roman control the bloodline without the championship belts? And mm-hmm. I think that is the the downfall of, of the bloodline, which we can keep going on and keep going on and keep going on with story. And that's what this is really all about is kind of wrestling events is to promote the next wrestling event. Even though it's right. WrestleMania, we're still here to promote the next one in you know in Puerto Rico and the next one in London and the next one in Detroit. So there's a lot going on here. So that's what I, promotion is. That's it's re- wrestling. Yeah. Business. <laughs> this okay. one matters more than this one, but people don't think so sometimes. Right. Well, have I so I've noticed because I'm an avid uh UFC uh spectator and um they they are now um <clears throat> requesting the call out at the end in the uh, post-fight uh, interviews. So, oh. and sometimes they get it and sometimes they don't. And and that in and of itself creates its own gimmick. Cause I think some guys um, have the air of, of, you know, no, I'm not calling anybody out. Like I'm, I'm a martial artist. I'm about the, the art. And then you have the other people that um, will talk some shit and, uh, <laughs> You know, yeah, I mean, it's pro wrestling 101. I, love I know it. the talking shit it. part obviously is the one that all the clips are from. It's not like when you see a, an interview with anyone or a press conference, it's never like, Yep, I gave 110 percent, <laughs> did my best job, and I think I put my best foot forward. Well, uh, Steve, I gotta correct you there. But when they do up. that, though, when they do that, though, no. it, it, it's like oh, that was a great clip. But if the be- the next clip is like, "You're a piece of garbage," and I'm gonna find your <laughs> wife, and I'm gonna beat you up, and I'm gonna do this, no. then you're like, "Oh my!" This one—that's no. the clip that generates the views. But what I'm getting at is, um, there's one uh, from back in the day, Dennis. Do you know? Like, stop me if you know what I'm talking about. But where there's this this guy who cuts just the worst promo you could ever cut um it i want to say it might have been for like aw now it definitely wasn't for one of the major companies but it was something thinking like 80s and the guy just he loses himself in in the middle of the promo and he just starts saying like whatever comes out of it none of it makes sense um but it is all english and like you can understand it but then you're just like i don't understand what you're trying to do i wish i could remember um, did you have you ever seen the sid vicious one where he's like let's start over and mean gene is like oh, yeah, we're yeah. Live, buddy. Oh, yeah yeah good old of jim course. ross good old jim of ross course. yeah saying we're, we're live pal we're live, <laughs> we're like, live oh, pal. oh my yeah. 
Oh, I'll tell you, yeah. there's some good, uh, there's some good <laughs> big Papa Pump ones out there too. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Do yourself yeah. a favor and go on YouTube and <laughs> look up a few of those. That's when you could get fined and still get paid in WCW. Be like, listen, you're going home. You're gonna go home. <laughs> oh, do I still get paid? Well, yeah, of course. Okay, then. You're going to go uh, home and you're going to take that paycheck. You. Yeah, I will Thank pay. Take it whether you want it or not. We'll give you double yeah. merchandise sales. Right. I'm sorry. Are you, are you six figures to sit home. Are you punishing me or yeah. giving me a bonus? I don't know what we're doing here. But yeah, yeah. Th that's funny, though. We'll, we'll see what happens, though, with Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. But again, Usos. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, another storyline, so many mm -hmm. layers. I talked to Big Swole about this recently about uh, what did Jay Uso whisper into Sami Zayn's ear right before he super kicked him. And now people are thinking, like, Jay Uso is a double agent. They think he's right. working in the bloodline. He's saving Jimmy from Roman's uh, repercussions of hurting yeah. him. So in reality, like, how can you have a match if Jay Uso is a double agent? Is he going to go in and be like, listen? I'm going to kick the crap out of you, but I want to lose. I want to lose, yeah. but, but, but like, I don't know how we're going to pull this off. And that's really yeah. the, how do you do this? How do you have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, both world telecontenders at Royal Rumble and chamber <laughs> head into a tag team match who now they're best friends again. Titanic songs are playing in the background where they're hugging. Mm -hmm. And yet how are they going to beat the Usos? Are the Usos going to lose? Cause they are on a hot streak of being the longest reigning tag team champions of all time, defeating right. new day and demolitions reigns. So really right. how do you pull this off as well? What if Jay isn't the double agent? What if Sammy's the double agent? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dennis coming in hot. So you think, you think of all the times that Kevin kind of stabbed, Sammy in the back, not that they haven't had their back and forths of stabbing each other in the back, but most recently, and Kevin giving him a hard time over the past like year or whatever, six months, trying to get him out of the bloodline and not coming to help him and not doing this and not doing that. Maybe Sammy turns on Kevin at Mania or nothing happens and they lose all their titles. I want to, you know, whatever happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think you would make a riot happen in L.A. if you suddenly had Kevin turn on. Like, Kevin Owens has the, instead of the Usi shirt, he has, like, a brand new, you know, Owens' is Usi shirt. And you're like, you piece <laughs> of garbage. You, mm -hmm. your duct tape shirts. But I could, uh, I could see Sammy, you know, double-crossing Kevin. Wow, God. And has know, been man. in, and has been in the bloodline the entire time. Mm -hmm. That'd be pretty cool. I, I honestly would. would that 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 sounds awesome. You should be writing pro wrestling, Dennis. <laughs> it, it does sound awesome, but I I imagine the uh, you know actually no matter it doesn't matter because Twitter will be angry about anything. Twitter can win the lottery and be upset about taxes. Yeah. So yeah. I could see that being a, no matter what happens, they'll be upset. Usos win. <laughs> I'm upset. Usos right. lose. I'm upset. Both teams lose. I'm upset. I was curious too to think about what. Twitter is going to do afterwards or just social media in general, because the, the show has been extremely hyped. I mean, this is probably one of the most hype manias I can think of in a long time where like yeah. everything is setting up very, very good. Like all the matches for the most part, I'm like, damn, like I want to see a good 90% of the matches that are happening. Yeah. Do you and believe like, that's Vince McMahon not being involved, at least according to what people believe? Do you believe that the hype and the excitement is Triple H has the reins, so everyone believes that this is better than it was ever before? Um, hmm. I know 
uh, I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> Lucky I know my name. So <laughs> turn this podcast off immediately. Um, <clears throat> I will just um, talk about something I do know, which it is what it is like working under Triple H. Mm. Um, I did that for like four years, and it's um, you know it it it's it's fun. It's he's a he's a man that like <clears throat> he knows this industry and he knows it inside and out in a way that like I don't know that everybody gets to. Um, so to be somebody that had spent as much time in, in wrestling as I as I had and, you know, uh, been lots of different places to then come in and work for a guy who um, I had watched growing up. So I knew the Triple H character <clears throat> and had my suspicions, you know, that like, yeah, I mean, he kind of knows what he's doing, but it doesn't even scratch the surface when you actually work underneath him and then watch the way he works uh, with other talent, with you, with the talent that you're, you know, friends with, like he's just, yeah, I mean, I can't say enough good things about him. And I know the internet loves to say, oh, well, Bobby's trying to get his job back and Hunter doesn't want him. This, if, if that um, suggestion aligns with what I truly feel about the man and then uh, i'm like what say whatever you want like it's the truth the man is in my opinion a fucking credit to the industry period done i mean he laid out when i first started working for nxt one of the first meetings we had and it was with everybody uh, after an nxt that was still at full sale he kind of laid out where he saw um wrestling and where he saw uh nxt fitting in and like the developmental program and like nxt uk blah 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 <clears throat> and after that whatever 40 minute spiel i remember sitting there with my peers and whatever and thinking to myself like if you can't get down with that like if you can't at least support him in you know after hearing that like i've got lose two words for you Lose, <laughs> yes, lose my number. That's, that's way five more than words. Two words that's, I think that's three, right? Lose my number. Um, yeah, okay, um, three. So we've just determined. No, I was going to add an F word in there. Oh, okay. I was going to say we determined. You said don't, don't. I don't know anything, and now we've discovered you can't count right. as well. So we're we're <laughs> bat, we're batting really well here, aren't we? Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. I love you so much. Uh, <laughs> I, as long as your mustache stays in your face like the rumored Vince McMahon mustache, I doubt he can rock oh, wow. yours. Though, but with Triple H, the guidance, I think again he cultivated positive energy for the past eight months. And, yeah. and I think that's why we've, we've, we've reached the end of WrestleMania and people are very worried that suddenly Vince McMahon gets back on the board of directors and he gets back into the, the seat involving and people are like, oh, he was backstage at the riddle position. That makes people worried about outcomes of matches, but yet we've cultivated all this positive energy building to mania. So I mm -hmm. think 
every house show has been selling out. Raws, SmackDowns, everything is breaking business. Every time they go somewhere, they break a new record. And I think that's all because of Triple H and creating this energy of what he gave you as an individual working for him. He's giving yeah. to all these talents, which have now given that to the internet fans, which has now given that to the fans who aren't even sitting on mm -hmm. making content or, or videos. They're just mm -hmm. happy. They are happy what's going on here. And so you see a lot of Triple H's, we'll call them kids. You know, you yeah. see the, the you know, Finn Balor. You see Rhea yep. Ripley. Uh, I don't yep. think Dom was one of his kids, but yet, you know, Mysterio. Or actually Teddy Guerrero's kid. Um, so we have a lot <laughs> going on with this, the Judgment Day. Three huge matches with three sure. individuals that he helped, I think, you know, build up and create. And yet, yep. I think it's a clean sweep for all. All Judgment Day members. I think Rhea. You think? Oh, yeah. I think Rhea wins the belt. I think Ray loses to Dom and retires. And I think Finn Balor beats Edge inside the Hell in the Cell. That's my predictions. I think it needs to be a clean sweep. Unfortunately, Damian Priest, just like last year, has no WrestleMania match. The year before, mm. Bad Bunny and him teamed up against Miz and Morrison. And then last mm. year, he got nothing. But they, re they started the Judgment Day story. This year... Mm also has nothing i feel bad yeah, for him but at the same yeah. time judgment day clean sweep in my opinion i think yeah. damien's gonna play a role in the mysterio match to be oh honest. yeah he's gonna be involved but like yeah there's a difference between outside interference versus having a match true there is but i'll say as a as a, a performer um knowing most of the parties that you've mentioned like having an involvement <clears throat> especially in a group that um relies on one another as much as the judgment day does mm -hmm. you know like the sum of the parts the the sum is is uh greater not to not to downplay the parts but i'm just saying like that it that's how the group comes together this was something paul Heyman talked about one time with us and it really does make sense and i see it play out when i see the judgment day like I, I see how, you know, the they're not carbon copies of one another and the um, individual is celebrated. But at the end of the day, it's still it's the sum of the parts that is most like dynamic. And uh, I think a huge part of that right now is Dominic, you know, being uh, I mean, how capable is he? He's he's a he's a pretty chicken shit heel. And, and then you've got your um your enforcer you know um priest i i would say kind of fits that role but he kind of gives that role away a little bit to rhea ripley because the woman's a badass um but you know so i i think dennis um i think you're right i think uh i think priest has has quite a bit to do with that and um i think it'll be interesting and i think that'll be you know as a performer i think for priest like it's fucking wrestlemania so i don't care if you're you know working a 25 minute whatever or you're in the andre the giant battle royal it's mania mania is mania is mania period true and, and to have a role in the mysterio match too i mean yeah obviously especially storylines that mean something right yeah you know ray's on his way out so if he yep. can play a role in that, I think mm -hmm. that's kind of a, a pretty decent nod to him. Now, the question is, does the mask come off at the end of the match? Yes. So is Dom, if Dom wins, is Dom removing it? You think he's ripping it off his father? Or do you think 
Ray is going to quote unquote pass the torch to Dom and give him the mask. Well, if he gives it to him, it kind of ruins Dom as a heel, right? Because yeah, he, well, yeah. If anything, he needs to like clop like here, Dad, and he just clobbers the crap out of him, and then just takes it from him and like, yay! And then walks around as a such... as a trophy. I think he unmasked, and I think he retires. I think Rey Mysterio's done everything possible in the wrestling world. He he's he enjoy he he deserved his time off. He deserves to retire and not be dragged into random matches and crown jewels 100%. or things like that. I think he just needs he needs he needs to go away. And I love him so much, but we don't want to stick around for too long. We watch Undertaker versus Goldberg, right? We saw that match. Yeah, that was not good. That was. I think good. he needs whatever it is that Ray wants. I think that's what he deserves. Um, I I can't say enough about. Um, I mean, Dominic, he checks all the boxes for a heel. I mean, he in every way is disingenuous and despicable and fucking hateable. He's so hateable. I mean, I dare I say, um, rivals my hateability. <laughs> the internet. Is that possible? Is that- the internet hates me. Um, but I, I think just, um, yeah, I, I, Dominic checks all the boxes for me. And at, at such a young por- point in his career, um, it's uh, it's crazy. And I'm sure he's had a lot of assistance and a lot of help along the way to see some things. Um, but he leans into it. And um, I don't know. I appreciate it. Well, he went to jail as well. So he was, <laughs> he has suffered and he has yes. come out on the end of a tougher, yes. more brutal dom. So we'll have to see. You know, And it wasn't jail, Steve. We're not talking county. Oh, you I'm know, sorry. This was prison. He was in the clink. He went to prison. Yeah. I thought he I thought he went to county. Isn't that oh, county? I don't know. He, he went where the, the Mountie was actually put in jail in summer of ninety one, where the random man wanted to do some dirty yeah. things to him in the jail cell. Oh, uh, the random man. So Dom that, did come out with the teardrop tattoo though. So that usually yeah. that usually means you did some some bad things. So yeah. We'll have to wait and see on that one. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Bad things in jail. I don't know. Oh yeah, you never know. Can we de- can we edit this? Because I'm about to say something I shouldn't. You probably just shouldn't. How about we just? <laughs> how about how about you say people? Who, say the people who edit these time and don't say it then. Yeah. All right, I don't edit these. I wanted I'm here to the though. I Steve, I'll tell you what, man. That was this. That's proof that I have. Uh, I'm developing a filter. Oh, good for you. Because I've la- I, I talked to you maybe <laughs> I don't know, eight months ago. You had no filter, and uh, I think we talked about maybe off camera where I had nightmares about yeah. that. I was actually interviewed about an interview about the that, about that interview with me and you. Yeah. And, uh, we are we are currently working on getting Bobby to uh, bite his tongue. When, when possible someday he'll bite hard enough it'll, it'll come yeah. right off and then you know yeah. it'll be the, Steve, the steve fall show the undisputed bobby <laughs> fish show with steve ball yeah we'll <laughs> let you know we'll let you know i'm just kidding i would have the world needs more bobby and uh at least in my life but um sure. so I agree. rhea ripley won the royal rumble and everyone wanted her to challenge bianca belair except we're getting her versus charlotte flair which again will still be a good match so now we're getting bianca belair versus asuka and so in reality, I know there's a lot of unhappy wrestling fans, at least female, about the buildup and dedication to women's wrestling heading into WrestleMania. We have multiple women's matches, but people often feel like the storylines are not that. Asuka has been like dribbling out a green Gatorade and laughing at Bianca Belair. Ray Ripley and Charlotte Flair really haven't been doing that much. So the mm-hmm. build to these matches 
even though they're going to be great matches, the build I feel to some people is saying, I'm not happy. Even Becky Lynch, let's talk about this for a second. Becky Lynch not having a singles match at WrestleMania is shocking to me. Shocking. Yeah. Involved with great legends, but yet, I'm sorry, it's Becky Lynch. She shouldn't be. That'd be like putting Roman Reigns in a, a tag team match. Like, you don't do that to Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this? Because to me, it's a little weird. Dennis? Well, I mean, it, they're def- but they're defending the women's tag titles, right? So, yes. I mean... Yeah, yeah, they're so, I mean, the you know, tag team titles. So, so having well, actually you know, pause on that, but actually not. It's a three on three match. They have the belts, yeah, but not defending them. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's yeah. Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control in a three on three match. But the rumor online is this is going to lead to a storyline involving other individuals in this match. I don't want to spoil anything if no one's actually read those spoilers. So the there will be individuals in this match that create a storyline out of it. So if that's what we're doing here, thumbs up. But if we're just putting Becky in a Three on three match because we have nothing for her. I'm a little shocked. Mm. Well, then I I say we get like I I'm I'm one to give them the benefit of the doubt that they'll work something out at you know work on the stories post mania with individuals involved in the match. I hope if not, I sound stupid and we just get a stick- <laughs> uh, otherwise we just get a three on three tag match and we're like, well, that was fun. Yeah, I think it could be either. I, I think because I, I, I see kind of the logic in both. Um, so I think, unfortunately, it could be either. Um, if they do have the eye on the present day product and the onus on the, you know, future wellness of the product, um, <clears throat> it'll go one of those two ways. You know, um, it, it's uh, I'm trying to be as, option as, uh, one or option two. Correct as I can. Yeah, um, I I agree. I think not having um, Becky in uh, in a singles capacity or some sort of tag or some you know something at stake. Um, but I do think that they are doing quite a bit of of, of heel stuff with um, with. Uh, damage control and i think that there's a good bit of heat that they can garner you know beating up legends especially trish and and uh lita you know there's uh there's going to be a lot of people in the building that uh that love trish and lita probably um people in the ring that love trish and lita um, oh, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, they, of course, so you can, you can love them, but not have them, not have them eat up a Becky Lynch. You, you think Charlotte uh, Flair is going to be ever be in a three-on-three match at WrestleMania? No, probably. No, not. no, never. So having Becky Lynch do the same thing to me is a little weird to me. Mm. But I don't work there, and I don't book this, so this is my personal opinion. But I sure I I think it's shocking. That's me. She made an event at WrestleMania. Have you ever heard of that happening? Hey, I made an event at WrestleMania. Mm. Oh, what are you doing now? I'm in three on three match. Oh, <laughs> the, only, the only person I can think of having such a deep downfall from WrestleMania to WrestleMania would be Chris Jericho. He main invented one WrestleMania. The next year, he was the first match. Mm-hmm. That's oh. that's to me shocking. But that, again, you're the professional. I'm just a talking head. So that's that's the uh, 
It's all perspective. Um, as far as somebody on this side of the industry, I, I think like we've been told many a times, but I think it's accurate. Like make the most of what you, what opportunity you're given because it is an opportunity and it's somebody else's airtime that you're being allowed to have a piece of, mm -hmm. you know? So whether that's five minutes on Monday night or Wednesday night or whatever, like you, that's <clears throat> not necessarily your airtime to use until somebody gives it to you. And that's somebody who gives it to you. Like you, need to first and foremost pay them a little bit of respect but then pay yourself respect by by going out and being the best if it's world champion great if it's the best um clown you know then you're doink and be the best doink you can be <laughs> I, was like, I, I have a doink oh there he is Dun, 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 there you dun, go. Look at that. You, I got a go. box of gimmicks down here. So you mentioned another wrestling thing. I might be able to pull it up and be like, box oh, of gimmicks. Yeah, I might have. I like it. We might have to get one of those on the uh, Undisputed Podcast. <laughs> box well, as, as of right now, all we have is our uh, is our Demi Award that uh, Frank has at his house, which is literally yes. a Bobby figure wearing uh, Mr. T chains in a Hulkamania we shirt. We don't need to give away our secrets. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, speaking of Mr. T, his Arrest Mania 2 magazine from what oh. year is this? Uh, 1986. That's when they were bi-monthly, so June and July. Whoa. We got Mr. T featured over here in Arrest uh, Mania 2. Mm -hmm. Pretty good, right? Like, pretty good. Um, I feel like if we mention something, he's got something right there. What else you got? We'll just let you game for one second. <laughs> Say something, and we'll see if I have it behind me, because I most likely have it, but in boxes over there. Okay. Hmm. All right. What do you got, Dennis? Or uh, do you need me? Brock Lesnar? That was an – I kind of feel – okay. Ah! <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Before I fail, let's move on because I don't want to fail and have everything <laughs> okay. behind me. Okay. <laughs> uh, kicking off, though, night one of WrestleMania, John Cena trying to go for that U.S. championship against Austin Theory. I was at the press conference in Is Montreal. Is that confirmed? Kicking yes, off? Yes, that's confirmed. Kicking okay. off. Okay. Uh, nice. I was in Montreal, Mission Chamber, for the press conference, and I they're like, oh, who's questioning me? And uh, I asked Theory, I was like, Theory, uh, why are you going to fight John Cena at WrestleMania? And he was angry. He yelled at me and told me I needed better questions. My face is terrible. And yet, here we are now. And he, at the end of it, he said, you know, you should ask better questions. Well, clearly, I wished this into existence. And it's Manifestation. Happening. So I, uh, everyone who's excited for this match, you're welcome. Yes. You're welcome. You manifested it. Even Byron Saxon told me I should come up with better questions. I was a little upset with that. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. He did, he did Byron's the nicest man <laughs> in the history of... Humanity. History, yeah, men. But John Cena, I think losing here makes complete sense. You know, let's let hey, we're only here for one match. Let's put over theory. Let's get him on the. Let's get the ball rolling. Last year, Pat McAfee, Vesic Man, Stone Cold Steve Austin. This year, John Cena. Who the hell is next year? You know, mm -hmm. Undertaker. Like this man, that keeps fighting great, huge legends. So, I think Theory wins, kicking off. But yet, we're kicking off WrestleMania. Usually, you have a nice way to kick off. And everyone's happy, but this one could kick off and be like shit. Ah, Johnson lost. What do you guys think? Dennis, your thoughts? Penny for your um, thoughts? I mean, I, I not knowing Cena, but knowing or hearing the kind of person that he is, I could see him losing the match, putting over theory. I don't I don't think John has ever been one to not do what's best for the up and coming talent. 
Uh, and you're going to have half the crowd that's probably not upset with Cena losing because, after all, John Cena sucks. So, <laughs> you know, if you got, I, but I could, I know, I, I could, I could see Cena losing. Yeah, I, I think Cena is in that sort of a rarefied air category where he will always be so polarizing to the, um, the the WWE uh, universe, if you will, um, I think he will remain polarizing, even though he's becoming like this part of um, just um, um, Americana, right? I mean, everybody knows who John Cena is, and he's doing more movies, and he's doing more of this and more of that. But I think when he comes back to uh, to pro wrestling, and if he continues to do that. Um, I think that I think he's big enough that they'll give him back that that for lack of a better term that polarization because that was the thing that was always so special about him was that like you had literally half the building let's go Cena half the building John Cena sucks or Cena sucks or whatever so I think you know nostalgia is a real thing when it comes to human beings oh yeah um, I think that that's what their uh, what the audience is that's the Cena they want they want they want to be able to you know part part of them want to boo them and part of them want to love them and I think that's what makes John Cena exactly what he is maybe the most polarizing um, wrestling person of all time in in theory uh, pardon the pun <laughs> pun intended. Yeah. Okay. I, I definitely, while Bobby was talking, I definitely thought of that. So it was, yeah, did. <laughs> it was oh, but I it. think Cena is playing the role of Dwayne and helping out Austin because we know John went through his whole thing with the rock and part-time thing, Hollywood, that, that now John is doing that, which John has spoken about and been like, yeah, he really, he literally paved the way for what I'm doing. So and obviously, those two have squashed their beef. Um, but or have they? According to both of them, they have. I mean, I've never spoken to them. Per- Either one of them wants to come on the show to say, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm down for having the Rock on this. Podcast. I don't know, Dennis. We got to check the schedule. I know you can't move me like, for the Rock. That's just crazy. Not, I mean, let's just not start being crazy here. Like we got to yeah, check. You're- you're right. I mean, listen, John and Dwayne, if you guys have time to come on, we'll try to fit you into our schedule. You know, I mean, you know, I a couple months from now, I think we might have something available. <laughs> we're booking like a month out, so they're gonna have to wait. Yeah. Oh my, I, but, I, but I, I do. Yeah, there's a way to shit on any possibility of having either of those guys. Yeah, that would be I, would wake up, I would wake up at any time of the day if they were like, I'm only available at 3 a.m. I'm like, I'll be there. I'm away. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds great to me. I'll be wide alarm now. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I, I was but, gonna say I, I did an interview with uh, uh Kyrie the other day at 2 a.m. She's in oh, Japan. Really? Okay. I'm in Boston. She's like, I'm only available at this time. I'm like, wait a minute, do the math. That's yeah. two, that's 2 a.m. my time. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I'll be there. <laughs> We're trying to set up a few overseas ones too. Uh, for upcoming weeks and um, upcoming episodes. 
and uh, it's been the same sort of thing. Yeah. Like you're trying to figure out, like, okay, well, that's the UK, so you're six hours. Five ahead. hours, six hours. Yeah. Let me carry the two. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh wait, I won't get any sleep that day. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. I'll just drink more coffee yeah. and more Red Bulls and my monsters and kill myself slowly with caffeine. But but hey, <laughs> got the exclusive. You got the exclusive. Right. You know? hey. That's all that matters hey. here. Like if, if you got if you got Logan Paul. I think the internet would explode. Him versus Seth Rollins is the match too at WrestleMania. But I think Logan Paul being on this show would be something that would create a buzz. And I think with this match too with Logan, him losing, how can he show highlights of that on his show? Him winning, he would show highlights of it on his show. So you weird balance that it, it's not even about wrestling anymore. It's about what can he get out of this to use on his program. So that's where right. I'm kind of leaning of like, great match. This would be good, but Logan Paul is not going to want to show clips of him losing. Mm, I don't know the man. I don't know Logan Paul. <laughs> uh, so maybe he would. <laughs> he lost or to Roman maybe. Reigns, uh, it, it, but yet that's the world champion. That's yeah. different. Losing to Seth Rollins, who has admitted in interviews that he'll never be the man because he's living in the Roman Reigns era, just like probably how Macho Man felt with Hulk Hogan. Yet we all loved Macho Man, but yet we obviously were living in the Hulk Hogan world. Seth Rollins, Logan Paul, this one will be good. But in reality, like there is layers of this matchup where you're like, well, Seth needs this win. But in reality, Logan Paul wouldn't want to lose. Like you, you start really putting in categories of will they, won't they type of deals. Right. I yeah, I mean I get it. I guess just from where I sit, it's like too many of those variables just mm-hmm. makes it not fun. Yes. <laughs> Cause that you could you can um you can throw variables against the wall all day, you know, um, because you can just come up your mind, you're just gonna think of more and more and more. Um I don't know what helps, um, you know, do, do we help Logan Paul or do we help WWE? Like what's the, what's the, um, what's the onus on what's the priority? Um, does it help WWE for Logan call Logan Paul to, to be more apt to come back and get another, um, uh, addition of, of attention that that's, you know, I, pro wrestling traditionally, you would know better than I, Steve. But um, you know, anything that can get the fringe watchers, you know, the people that kind of pay attention, because the diehards are always going to be there. It's the yeah. same thing with MMA. Like, you know, that's the the crowd they're after is not the one that pays no attention, but the one that just kind of pays slight attention and sometimes needs a little incentive. To buy the pay per view, um, if that's even a thing at this point, people buy pay-per-view. premium live events. Yeah. Is what they call now PLEs, baby yeah. PLEs. Yeah. I had to that kind of ruins our shorthand. The the Bucks and Kyle and I, we used to, you know, everything was uh, at the pape, the pape. But now at the at the pre at the pre. Yeah, you know, I guess that's same ring. Well, there's still pay-per-views. AEW still has them. ML, you know, everyone still yeah. has pay-per-views. And Impact Wrestling and, right. and New Japan. It's just premium live events is a a, a sexier name when you're on a platform like Peacock. So because you're yeah. not paying to view yeah. the event, yeah. you're paying right. for Peacock in general, which right. allows you then to watch 
the premium live events because you know that's I guess. What if they start? It? I mean, it's on the it's on uh, Peacock, right? What if they start calling it the cock? Ah. Uh, Hmm. I feel like someone is no longer allowed to call matches with WWE for calling it the cock. Um, really? <laughs> I think it won't be as bad. Did that happen? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. We're wow. alive Where have I been? We're yeah, live he, on the cock. We're like. <laughs> yeah, he's, he said that they're in the Royal Rumble, live on the oh. cock. Yeah. I think I heard that. I think I heard him say that, but he, I didn't realize he was gone. He's gone. Yep. Uh, he, yeah, well, he's kind of like a. It's kind of like a not going to be asked to come back anytime soon. Oh, okay, okay. Well, at least he's got a ton of other shit going on, you know. Right. He's a guy that that's diversified his portfolio, so to speak. Um, there, there's there's some... for a kicker. <laughs> yeah. Can we say cock on this show, Dennis? You've well, said you it like, like six times. times so. I don't know. It's okay. an acronym you're using for peacock. So in reality, mm. I think it's just a, a slang. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, I mean, honestly, I was talking more um, uh, badminton. Okay, so I, I, like we're, we're the, the, yeah, phal- the phallic uh, yeah. symbol of what you're yeah. talking about. Well, I mean, or- it just depends. On, it's perspective. If your mind is filthy, <laughs> you know, that's you on the you. Old radio that's trick. Like, put that on me. We can listen. We I believe can in the. the old... I believe it's called the you know undisputed podcast of Bobby Fish. So don't put it on you. You mean put it on you? That's what. If your name is right there, I can see it. No, or that. I can take that off. <laughs> you take it off. Remove I it. Can, I can just make that go away with a click of a button. Okay. But, Editing. And Edit if we it. if we go with the old radio trick that Howard Stern taught us in private parts, blank a doodle do. Oh. Which you didn't get in trouble for, but you know that's besides the point. I love that movie, sure. Private Parts. Private Parts, yes, it was. Oh, great movie. W N B C. I'm, I'm sorry. Did I not say it right? <laughs> in my, head it, in my yeah. head, it sounds like I'm saying the same yeah, thing. Like, no, 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 no. You're not yeah. saying it right. Yeah. Peacock. 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 Oh, okay. I'm. I. I hear what you're saying, and I'm saying it right now. Just want to clarify. We're not gonna. I don't want your show to be ruined by me yelling mm. the word peacock. Yeah. Um. Plus, I love peacock, and I love NBC so dearly to my heart. They are the greatest <laughs> platform of all time. If you watch anything else, you you are not smart, and uh, you deserve to jump off a cliff. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus hey, uh, Brock Lesnar streaming network. The only place you can watch our podcast, the Premier Streaming Network. Of course, that too as well. That too as well. What was I thinking? Please don't hurt me. I, I swear, I, I didn't mean to say that. I, I please, oh, sorry. Someone's <laughs> over there holding something. But uh, Brock Lesnar is in action. And originally, on the in- if you're following the internet, it seemed like Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt was the match we were going to see. Unfortunately, everyone thinks that Vince McMahon, with his mysterious small mustache, said, "Nah, we're not doing that." And Brock Lesnar said, "Nah, we're not doing that." So we're getting Brock Lesnar versus MVP's uh, big man, you know, Omas. So. I don't know if flashbulbs could exist on a cell phone app, but yet if Brock picking him up for an F5, and this is the 80s, flashbulbs will be going off. This time around, people might be going, yeah, this is this is okay. This is okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure about this matchup. I, I Brock Lesnar versus somebody is always an attraction. Hopefully just runs him over with a tractor, but that's my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I, I would watch that. I we, he he lifted a ring that. at SummerSlam last year. Why not now push it forward? We've seen Rikishi. Uh, he did it for the Rock. You know, he tried to yeah. run over him. Stephen Cole, Steve Austin. So we've never yeah. we've seen people get run over. 
There's a history there. You're right. There's a history there. This could happen. It has happened in wrestling. Really, if you think of any thought, I think you believe it's happened in wrestling. Probably. Should the guy alive. Oh, we've we've done that. Oh, we should throw yes. someone off a bridge. Oh, we've done that. We've done that. Yeah. You know, in reality, yeah. we've done it all. But Brock is Brock winning, or is he? Is this just a bathroom break match? Unfortunately, or is this just like, hey, we we need an attraction? Um, I think there's definitely an attraction to it because Brock is Brock. Um, Omos, certainly not a regular human being by anybody's standards. Um, but I think that that's, um, I think that's the attraction of it is that it's like, who's the, who's the guy, um, that is synonymous with WWE at this point within the company for decades, right? Uh, Brock Lesnar and give him the biggest guy on the roster and see what he does with him. Oh, excuse Bless me. you. This is the Bless second you. time I've ever sneezed on camera. Oh, my so, God. Right news. here on the Undisputed Podcast. It's <laughs> where you get all the exclusive shit. Yes. yes. Yeah, like That's where allergies run amok. Well, yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I'm down, in my, I'm down in my studio and I have the, the window open and I feel like something's yeah, happening outside. There you go. It's the pollen. Oh, I don't get you. Great. But yeah, just like the tractor run over Omas mm. at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, so, that, yeah Does I, it run over MVP? No, MVP leaps out of the way. Yay! Okay. And he, he escapes while Cedric and Shelton Benjamin catch him while reforming the Hurt Business all at once. As Omas <laughs> run over, he jumps into the arms of Bobby Lashley waiting there, too, to catch him. And they yeah. all go, they all look at each other and deep into their eyes and say, Yes, and then the hurt <laughs> business is reformed as the corpse of Omas is carried off into See, the I ambulance. Feel like, I feel like if Brock were to try to run him over, they would find a way for Omas to just stop the track. Oh, with his kind of like when Braun Strowman picked up the ambulance. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, so Omas just it. kind of sticks his hand out and stops the tractor dead. But the wheels are still turning. Like, yes. he's just like, no. Yep. They're like, we're not doing that. Nope. No. He just picks it up. Uh, they might be, somebody might be listening to this right now, and that might go into production, Dennis. Or we will not get jobs writing for WWE. One of the, one of the two. Well, I haven't applied. Well, that's true. For one. I but... think there might be some openings. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, then maybe we should just Depends go on how this mania goes. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should just let everyone know that these are not Bobby's ideas. These are my ideas. <laughs> Bobby sent him to me. Bobby, Bobby wrote me an email earlier today and told me to say these things. That's what he, I, 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 Well, apparently, I tried to convince Kyle and Adam to get out of their um, AEW deals. Also, yes, I've, I've heard so, these. I've heard these stories. So you're obviously alleged, alleged chicanery. You're doing a lot of dirty deeds, according I to the am, internet. I am. I'm a real piece of shit, Steve. So I heard you. I heard you were in charge of GTV back in the Attitude Era. I heard you were the one catching everybody and do terrible things. I, that's yeah. what I heard. That's yep. what I heard. I, that, I mean, that's what I do. I convince people to do terrible things. That if the I don't internet do says myself. it, it's true, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes. Everything. This past week, I read on the internet that Bobby that. put over Abe Lincoln. However, Bobby did say that. So I did. There, I do love the running gag that you're ageless. 
you're like a time traveling wrestler that you have gone through time and space and you are, are they i haven't seen that one oh. i just see me i just see me called old oh no time. people i think what happened was it was turned into it turned a negative turn into a positive as in they might have been calling you old but suddenly the joke kept going so right. much more that eventually it was the abe lincoln jokes or oh i was bobby fish in the first wrestling matches when bobby defeated the t-rex yeah, and, and so they just keep bringing up all these weird scenarios of you involved. Now there might be okay. some hate, okay. there might, I like there that. might be some hatred behind a joke, but you know, oh no, that's okay true. though. That's okay. I don't mind that hatred. Like, just yes. be creative about it. Oh, they've been creative. You People can drop creative. some creative, you know, something that'll um, cause yeah, a we, smile, a little bit, little we, giggle. We welcome the creative hate. Yeah, it's, not like, the, the real creative hate. hate. I'm all right with. <laughs> yeah, just be yeah. creative about it, please. Yeah. And as yeah. long as, you know, that's the thing, too, is when you, I've interviewed people, I'm like, what do you feel that's about this hate? This, like, I interviewed Tyrus once, and I was like, how do you feel about people hating you for your political views? He goes, I don't give a shit. Did they buy a ticket to the event? Did they buy a yeah. shirt? Did they buy my book? Then they have the right to hate me. If they didn't buy anything from me or get put money in my pockets, then who cares about their endless hate? Because it doesn't do anything for me. Like, makes right. Make a good point, my friend. So you yeah. beating a T-Rex in the first ever wrestling match, I'll accept it. I will watch it, yeah. and I'll enjoy it. Jake sure. Roberts was famously quoted as saying, well, it doesn't matter if they love you or hate you, as long as they remember you. Yeah, and pay you. That's true. They well, yeah, and pay you. That's good, too. The pay or pay money to the people that pay you. So yes, as long as there's money pay. being exchanged between hands, I think that's yeah. the only thing we need. Um, yeah. But Gunther defending the Intercontinental title against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus is another match that is going to it. be a match that I don't care where you are. I don't care if you have to poop or pee or cross your legs <laughs> and hope to die, stick a needle in your eye because you don't want to miss this match. No. This is a match that you have to see. Correct? I think that one steals uh, steals the weekend. Yes. I think, and I'm not a fan of three ways. Uh, is that our sleeper? Uh, is that our sleeper match of Mania? Maybe. I think so. maybe because I that's a th like all three of those guys. Um, I have a soft spot for the style that they were like. Gunther has literally become my favorite in ring wrestler to watch. He and I've known him for years. Um, not real, real well, but uh, enough to, you know, always have pleasant conversations. Um, but he's just super come into his own and he's like owning this. Uh, to me, it's that um, King's Road style that like Noah was known for. Um, Kobashi and he's got that sort of edge, in my opinion. Um, and I think Seamus had that same thing going for him years ago in his uh, initial WWE run. But then I think, I think somehow people forgot, I think. And then I think that match with Gunther that they had at clash at the castle oh, yeah. reminded everybody, Oh fuck. Seamus hasn't gone anywhere. And now you throw um, drew into the mix, man. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this one. I can't wait. Agreed. Agreed. This, yeah, this one has uh, a banger, as they say, written all over it, and this will definitely be the match that you don't want to miss. Like, there's plenty of matches that are great, yeah. but this is going to be grand. Like, this is something you do not want to miss. I think, at least, 
my personal opinion, because like you said, that Gunther Sheamus match was outstanding. And even yes. before that, Sheamus was a world heavyweight champion. He was a yeah. WWE champion. And then out of nowhere, he won like King of the Ring and had to wear like a crappy crown and like a scepter. And he looked terrible. Mm. And then he grew dingleberries off his beard. And then he joined <laughs> some, he, yes, or I said it, dingleberries. And then yeah. he joined the, the League of Nations to take down Roman because Roman needed a bunch of bad guys to get cheered. No one was cheering him. They were still cheering Seamus. And it was, it was weird. It was odd. Mm. And now I think mm. Seamus with Butch and Rich Holland and the Brawling Brutes, he's finally got his legs back. And this heading to WrestleMania, I don't know who's going to win. But as I said off the top of the show, it's yeah. the fans. It's the fans. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that this match is one of those things that kind of um, – kind of test your theory from early in in the uh podcast when you said like i want story and blah 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 like this is one of those matches and there is story here but the the and same as clash at the castle there was story but minimal amount of story is needed this match or like that match at clash at the castle um because there's something visceral about um just the humanity of it like you can't people can say whatever they want about this business but when there's that little daylight between what you're doing and your your you know big human beings big athletic men um and and you're not out there to dance you're out there to perform athletically that's a different mindset, in my opinion. That's what King's Road was. That's how Drew McIntyre goes into matches. That's how Sheamus goes into them. And that's how Gunther goes into them. And that's why you're going to get this fucking smash mouth. Um, who was it? Chris Berman. What what, what would he say uh, on his highlights? But it, it, I, it harkens back to that for me. It's like a fucking football game. And I'm here for it. It's... it's uh, punch you in the face and uh, yeah. worry about, you know, where the everything falls later. Like, let's go. Yeah. They, I think it's going to be one of those social media pictures where after they show you like the, the their chest and their backs. Oh, and then yeah. It's like, Oh my God. Oh, ah. for sure. You know, I step for on sure. Legos. I step on Legos in my house with three kids and I'm like, ah! yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down for the count. And they're they're going to be yeah. taking pictures of their chest. Like I, it'll look like a, a cheetah ripped apart their chest. Yeah. And then you think about that. Obviously, you know, with an injury or something like that, you're like, oh, I'm all, yeah, energy. Oh, yeah, take a picture of this. Like, say you wake up, mm. oh, my chest. Yeah, the next day's generally not always the best. No. Um, I've definitely been on the receiving end of a few Gunther chops. Um, they will leave a mark. Yes, I believe they, they tried to mark. kill your ancestors, but you're, you, <laughs> they couldn't because you're ageless, so it was not possible. This is true. This you're, is the true. Only, you're the only member of your family, past and present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they can hurt your ancestors. Nope. Though nope. they did toss in two extra matches, too, for WrestleMania, at least as we podcast right now. They might be adding more as we continue on, but... Uh, a women's match is missing one team. Liv Morgan, Raquel Gonzalez versus Natalia, Shotzi Blackout, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler. On top of that, you have a men's match. Braun Strowman, Ricochet versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders. And we talked about it before. You said it, actually, Bobby, where it didn't matter if you were in the Arms of the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You were still on the card. Mm-hmm. This, to me, is 
all these individuals, no matter what you think of them, they all deserve the place here. I don't know sure. how, you know, what match or singles or triple threats or whatever, but they all deserve the place. But in the eye of a fan, you go, this is tossed. You just toss this on the card to give these people a spot. And as a, I'm deep, I'm deep in the wrestling. So I'm like, I appreciate that because they deserve it. But as a out, uh, just a, a regular person looking at this, like, what do we, what's this for? What is this a tag team match for a number one contendership? Is there incentive to win this match? Yeah. But yet it's going to be good, but yet, why are we here for these? Yeah. Um, I, I think as a performer, you're in that position and, and you, it's perspective and you gotta, you, you have a couple different ways of looking at it. And I think the one that does you the most favor and uh, also does the company and the fans the most favor, but, but m more than anything, it does yourself a favor if you approach it as okay. I, I got seven minutes to make this thing memorable right. and go out and, and try to make yourself, uh, your, um, the people you're working with, it, like make it memorable. Um, and I think that the, you know, the, the people that you just rattled off, like, I think they all will. And you're goddamn right. They, these people, they deserve a, a mania moment. And, um, yeah, I, I applaud it either way. I applaud it. Like, right. As a performer, obviously. As people you, work as, hard. You know, yeah. You work hard all year long. And obviously you get to yeah. WrestleMania and someone's like, oh, where's my match? And I'm like, oh, um, you're actually on the SmackDown before WrestleMania. You're like, ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. God, really? Yeah. But here they took, um, you know, eight tag teams individuals on teams and threw them on a match versus giving them the Orange of the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on SmackDown before the yeah. event, which is yeah. nice to see for these people, but I imagine the people in the Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal are like, okay, so uh, yeah, why not me? And I think that's the problem yeah. maybe it comes down to is some people might be going, well, what about me? I did, a, I had a great year too, but I, I don't know. Again, I don't work there, so we'll Unfortunately, Unfortunately, there's only so many spots at Mania, yeah. but it, it's the same thing. If you you keep pulling back, um, it in every layer of this industry, it is that you know. There's only so many spots on a roster. Yeah. There's only so many spots. Um, you know, I, if it's the UFC on the main card prelims, uh, you know the um, early prelims, like all the way back to okay, you're wrestling at a Knights of Columbus in, you know, fucking Malden, Massachusetts. It like it, it, it continues to go back in those layers and it's um, a performer's resilience that gives them longevity in this business. And if there's anybody who can comment on longevity, Steve, it's me because I've sure. been alive for forever. I believe 5,722 <laughs> years right. is it now? I, right. you know, I lost count. I lost right. count. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, I just think, you know, the, the, the people in this scenario, they're going to go out and they're going to treat it seriously. Or they're going to have their – what amounts to what will be their WrestleMania moment yeah. for – now for 2023 i mean who knows what next year brings for for those people because they could easily have a, a another great year and then be in something else at mania um you brought up someone before that it, 
you brought up someone just now that that made me think like is this akin a little bit to uh what you said about jericho earlier like oh, being, main event it, to the first match yeah like ronda and now granted she took time off had a baby and you know real life i mean that that's where i think fans forget that we are real fucking people um real life takes takes precedence and um you know uh, all the credit to to doing that um because it's not a happy life if you don't you know if it's all business it it doesn't end well um but I, I would say Rhonda, you know, from, from one year to the next. Um, yeah, that, that's quite a, quite a different spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? As you said that, I just think I just misquoted myself because it was Jericho main event of WrestleMania and he didn't, he wasn't on the next card uh, on the next month. The, the story I'm thinking of is someone else main event at WrestleMania and then dropped down to the first card. I can't remember their name off the top of my head right now, so I don't want anyone okay. to be like, Steve, you idiot. You think you know everything? Well, you, you messed up one thing in an hour, ass. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I will cry into my pillow tonight as my check's clear. Uh, you know, Whatever. I just remembered. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. So I don't want that to happen. I, I want to keep my streak intact, unlike The Undertaker's. So right. I think coming out, that's right. I said it. It hurts uh -huh. still to this day mm -hmm. when I say it out loud. Mm -hmm. Heading into this WrestleMania, though, in my personal opinion, at least, the Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes match, because we talked about all the matches so far. Cody and Roman is the match that is, you have to, even if it was not the best match, it has the best story going into it. Can Cody mm -hmm. defeat this juggernaut in God mode, Roman Reigns? Other matches might do well, other matches might be better. But Roman versus Cody is the real one where everyone's debating nonstop. You could every other match, you'd be like, oh, that person won. Oh, that sucks. So that's great. Cody and Roman mm -hmm. is the one where you're like, you're rooting for each man and don't know where you're going to land. And in your personal mm -hmm. opinion, both of you, where do you see who's going to come out with the match of the night or who's going to steal the show? Dennis, you want to go first? Uh, I think I think we touched on it. The, the stealing of the show, I think it's going to be the Gunther, uh, Sheamus, and Drew match, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. I thought you were um, going to say the goon. <laughs> no. I would, why? Why would I is say Is he in the gimmick battle the royal? Are they doing I that again? I thought maybe the goon was coming back. I thought maybe there was Steve shared some notes with you before yes, I came on. I did. <laughs> so, I think, the return I of the goon. <laughs> I think that'll be the one that steals the show, but um, – it's either it's either going to be them or the Cody and and Roman match will be the 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 two matches that people are really going to be talking about. Dep but it depends on what you're going to it for. I don't. Not everybody's going to be into the the brutality of the match that Gunther right. and, and Drew. Right. You know, like I think, and I I've never really been into it that much. But since we've started doing this podcast and getting to know you a little bit and the style that you like to watch and i'm like i kind of dig these guys beating the shit out of each other like yeah to an extent so i think you know i think you're 100 percent right with it you know there needs to be an asterisk uh next to it if if that match is going to steal the show which in my opinion it will for me because i enjoy that kind of match right um 
that doesn't mean that um, the Roman and Cody one uh, won't like that. It'll be lost on me because it, it certainly won't. Um, I'm I'm excited too, though. Just uh, the the character development that I've seen from, and I've said it on the show before, but from Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn in particular, um, I could watch either of those two men come out and do a goddamn chemistry experiment if that's what they were doing. Um, I just the layers that the two men, uh, the the their capacity for performance is. Um, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. And I think part of it comes from that. I, I, you know, cross paths with them over the years. And to think that the, the Seth Rollins, the Seth friggin' Rollins that, that is going to be uh, front and center at WrestleMania against Logan Paul is the same guy that was uh, Tyler Black who did the Phoenix splash in ring of honor and blah 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 and then to think that Sami Zayn, this guy who just i mean the the performance that comes out of him he it runs the whole gamut of emotions i think for fans like sammy's been able to make him cry laugh hate him you know everything you can think of through that bloodline um angle and and to where he is now to think that, that was the guy that um you know, wore a mask and didn't talk other than, right. um, you know, wrong <laughs> Spanish, <laughs> yes. you know, it's, it just, it's, so for me, it's, it's remarkable to see, it's refreshing to see it's, it's everything I love about pro wrestling. And, and at the end of the day, I think, I think there's so many positives when it comes to pro wrestling. Um, and it's so much fun. And like, I watch my, my, our, our 10 year old watch it and she enjoys it in such a way. Um, I think that's what's missing. So, you know, today, I, I think people lose track of it and they, they get swept up in all the bullshit and the bullshit means nothing because at the end of the day, it's all bullshit. <laughs> None of this, you know, I mean, it's all bullshit. <laughs> my professional life is bullshit. <laughs> Direct quote. Enjoy the bullshit. <laughs> Direct quote. It's interesting you bring yeah. up children too watching wrestling because that's a. I think that's a thing where the Twitter is not like the real world, and Twitter believes yeah. whatever the gospel is. Like, oh, this person isn't like that person. Then we all hate that person, and then suddenly yeah. it turns into a battle. I'm like, um, yeah, but did you see that ten year old in the front row dressed up as Bianca Belair with a fake braid and dancing around and yeah. celebrating her? Yeah. Do you see that on Twitter? No. Okay. Well, that's not real because right. you know the the reality is how did I get into wrestling? I got into wrestling when I was eight years old, and yeah. I still carried it over yeah. into the love that I still have for it today. Do I talk 100%. about it in a different light? Of course. But did I dance around like dressed like Shawn Michaels when I was twelve? Yes. Yep. I have pictures if you want to see them. <laughs> but 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 seriously, like All that, right. I, I think that's the reality that people are forgetting about heading into WrestleMania. This is WrestleMania. There's only been 39, uh, 38 of them heading into 39. There's only 39 of these things. Like there, mm-hmm. not everyone as you brought up, not everyone has wrestled on WrestleMania. I've talked to many wrestlers, many wrestlers who never mm-hmm. got a WrestleMania match. And, and they, they still talk about it. Like it, it, it's something that is missing from their lives. And yet here we are heading to this event. So many matches, so many storylines. It's a spectacle. And I, I'm, I'm just excited. 
Like every yeah. match I'm excited for, even the ones we talked about in deep, deep detail of why is the story nine like this? And why is this person booked like this? Why is Becky not like that? I'm still going to enjoy it. I'm still going to be yep. sitting there eating my popcorn, enjoying yeah. the show, screaming, losing my voice, yelling at Austin Theory at a press conference because I will do it again. And <laughs> right. I'm just excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Theory, I lost my voice. I hear it in your voice. Why did you lose to John Cena, you piece of garbage? Yeah. <laughs> I hear it in your voice. And and people should be excited. And that's what's great about this. I, I and I love it. And this this time of year, it's you know, for a wrestling fan, it's like it's like Christmas. It is like Christmas. <laughs> you know, it is it like is. Christmas. But uh, and enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it because of A, B, or C, well then bad on you, because it's your own fault. You know, and, and like you bring up Bianca and the braid and, you know, kids like um, Bianca was nice enough a couple times uh, to send a birthday wish video to um, our 10 year old. And that's amazing. That has made. Yeah, I can't say enough about Montez and Bianca, the human beings that they are. They're wonderful people. Um, but Bianca, you know, just she has a fan for life when it comes to uh, our 10 year old. She, she's glued to the TV every time Bianca's on it, and uh, and it's awesome because it's it's a it's a positive. Um, I'm taking her actually to her first jujitsu class tonight. If I'm coming. Oh my! And, yeah, yeah. Put, so we're put, gonna I was gonna say, since you're ageless, do you have like like ten thousand kids? Like, have you you know you? I, I've sired many. You know, I've you know, sired many. Yeah, <laughs> many I imagine in the, in the world and society, there's many like ten thousand yes. Bobby Fish children somewhere in society and history and time and yes. space. I'm but like Genghis Khan. I actually think all like of us Khan. are actually Bobby's kids. You part. are somehow you've yes, you can be. Wow, sure to we are all yeah. brothers and sisters here in the world yeah. of Bobby Fish. We're just living yes. in it. It's Bobby right. Fish's world. We're just living in it. Right. But, uh, you know, right. just like how you mentioned it, you have children. I have children, so I have to get going because He's I gotta go okay. pick one up from school because I gotta oh, go do perfect. more business. It's WrestleMania. I'm a busy, busy man. I got lots of busy, busy things to do. But I gotta say, oh, yeah. it's been an honor and a privilege sitting here with Bobby Fish, where he didn't lose his. his his uh, his tongue. He didn't no. say things that would put me in a <laughs> bad spot again. Or my beard. Or my. Because, yeah, I know. All in place. I don't understand the. If you put a picture of the first interview <laughs> we did and the second interview, people don't believe the first one was you. They're like, "That's Bobby I Fish." Know. I don't believe it. Gray people didn't believe it. People were real. It was it was it was white somehow. Someone must have held you down and spray painted your face because yeah. there's no way your beard's ever going to turn white. So. Right. I got to say, it's been an honor and privilege talking WrestleMania with both of you today. So I'm going to yeah. dip out. You continue Agreed. doing what you want to do. You badmouth me if you want, and that's fine. Yeah, we're going to spend fine. about 10 minutes badmouthing you, um, and we'll definitely not <laughs> edit any of that out. Perfect. But no. uh, either way, Steve, <laughs> it's been a pleasure, sir. A Steve, pleasure as always. A pleasure. Yes, sir. Enjoy your WrestleMania. I will. Enjoy your week. Bye, guys. See you later. Well, and there All you right, go. Let's, um, let's talk some shit. You want to talk shit about Steve? No. <laughs> We're just going to leave it on the podcast. I mean, yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got it. But let's Actually, really no, shut this I... off before we talk shit. Oh, gotcha. I'll, I'll hit stop first. Uh, but all right. Yeah. No, good. but it's it's definitely going to be an interesting weekend coming up. Uh, mm -hmm. It was it was unfortunate that Frank couldn't join us for this one. Mm -hmm. It was weird being the only Demi boy on the podcast, which. <laughs> You know, eventually people will start calling us that, but in the meantime, we'll still call ourselves that because why yeah. not? Well, I think I think we got to do a shirt too. 
Oh, yeah, we'll get some merchandise. Which, by the way, if you're looking for the merchandise, it's at bobbyfishapparel.com. All your yes. Bobby Fish and Undisputed podcast uh, merchandise that you need. We have some stuff in the works, some limited edition stuff, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. uh, that's yeah. pretty much it. But listen, it's the middle of the day. I'm, yeah. I'm fucking hungry now, dude. I got to go eat lunch. Yeah, and I won't say goodnight, but. Well, no, you, we still, listen, we still got to do the sign yeah. off. Because it's yeah. Just because it's not nighttime while we're recording it doesn't mean it's that. okay. Yeah, I mean, based on the sun that has been shining on my uh, yeah, <laughs> depending on where you're looking, uh, but the left or right side of my face <laughs> this whole time, uh, yeah, it's like twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So, so listen, everybody, thank you for uh, thanks for listening. As always, you can watch the entire video uh, podcast on the Premier Streaming Network. Yes. For those of you listening to us. Mm-hmm. listening to us on whatever streaming network or whatever platform you listen to us on uh yeah. it's been fun talking wrestlemania man that was that yeah. was a lot of fun merry wrestlemania week yeah merry merry wrestlemania week to you enjoy happy it WrestleMania. i don't know would it be happy or merry i have no I, idea yeah. does it does it matter it just no it doesn't because we're making it up so right we can do whatever we want yeah it's so mary it's mary m-e-r-r-y WrestleMania, Mary WrestleMania week. Yeah, it, that took a lot, but yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and as we always do it, regardless of what time it is, say goodnight, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Good night, Bobby. <laughs>